welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. And this is the podcast for honor roll students who learned how to make cocaine into crack from listening to track number one on Ghetto D. <laughs> okay. And this is Jaren the Shocker. And this is TJ. Yeah, man. See, Murder told you how to make crack into cocaine right there in the beginning of the song. I think a, a few rappers talked about how to do that. What's interesting, I wonder if they actually knew how to turn cocaine into crack or did they get some tips from their homeboy who actually did it because they never have? <laughs> and I see Murder, he gave like the ratios of soda to, to coke and everything. <laughs> uh, you, I'm saying though, maybe he was talking to his 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 big cousin, or he was talking to his uncle and asking him how to do it. Because I mean, when these guys are making making these albums, they'd be like 22, 23, knowing that they never cooked no coke before. So you don't think see murder? Uh, the C. name murder. sounds. Yeah, right. But his brother is Master P, and Master P has been making records for a while and doing well for himself for a while before C. Murder even talked about those ratios and such. I would think that if he was going to talk about that, he would have talked about that long before Ghetto D. By the time that album came out, it was a lot of success they had, man. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I, I believe him. I believe C. Murder was about that life. Man, I don't believe none of these guys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no, ain't nobody ever vouched for a C murder. Okay, they don't got to. He's doing life in prison because <laughs> he allegedly shot a sixteen year old. What you mean? Come on, man. Man. And and he said he didn't do it. Now, if he was really about that life, he'll say, "Yeah, I took. Yeah, I did it." C murder made songs about how he wouldn't kill people, and like when he finally got a body, he's like, "Oh, I didn't do it." And <laughs> right. See what I'm saying? I don't believe these guys, man. I don't believe these guys. I don't know. Like, I I remember being a kid, man, and listening to those No Limit stuff. And, man, I used to just think that stuff was just so real. And everything they said was just, like, that was the gospel. Right. And then you realize that, hey, you know what? If they're really out there shooting all these people, how are they still making albums? (laughs) <laughs> they're really out here doing this stuff because none of them are talking about it in past tense they're talking about how they're doing it today yeah yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i guess they i guess they can they can say that oh you know these are just um this is like a poem you know i just made it up it's just like a story ah you know got it yeah well now see see what you're talking to existence your name is c murder and then somebody shoots somebody and they think that c murder did it <laughs> i'm sure and i'm sure they uh took like some of his lyrics and used them against him you know exactly like you used to talk exactly. about this stuff all the time yeah so, man yeah and as you probably can hear my voice is messed up again you know what do you know one of the that's, great that's things, a new story one of the great things about this podcast <laughs> is if nothing else comes from this, it at least is a good record of like the deterioration of like me. <laughs> <laughs> you 
just about. Yeah, because months ago, your voice was fine. Everybody was talking about how you had the radio voice. And now it sounds like your voice is falling apart, bro. Yeah. You live a hard life, man. Maybe you live a hard life and you're not telling us. Yeah. What you got going on, man? Well, I don't know. I woke up. I mean, I don't know if I'm pregnant. I woke up the other morning and threw up. <laughs> and when I throw up, it's violent. And uh, it got like it. destroys my vocal cords for a few days. So. so so, I guess you didn't wrap it up, huh? Or they didn't wrap it up. Yeah, they didn't wrap it up. <laughs> See what happens? <laughs> so it's either pregnancy or AIDS. It's one or the other. But you got to be careful, bro. Yeah. Be careful out there. I'm probably just knocked up. <laughs> so we're getting more details about this road rage incident man where the uh the guy killed the former nfl player we're getting more details about that yeah so um what what else has come out well uh at first the last time we talked about it he sat there and waited till the police got there police picked him up took him to jail and released him yeah and people were pissed because they feel like apparently they should have kept that guy in, into custody until every all the information was fi- figured out. I wonder what but, do they uh, what do they like that's so that's like really normal though, right? Like they don't just arrest people right away in most circumstances, do they? Not that I know of. I, I think the process is generally all right, we're going to arrest you just to make sure you don't get away. We hear what your side of the story is. You get a lawyer, maybe not. And then if we don't have enough evidence or enough information, we have to let you go until we get more evidence and information that says that you did something wrong. All right. And so I think the police chief came out and was like, look, we're going to let justice run its course and we are going to uh, figure this thing out. With using a uh, due process, we're gonna follow uh, the justice system, and people were pissed. He got all kinds of hate mail for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he read some of that out in the public, didn't he? Like, didn't he do that? Yeah. So there was he did like an it, and actually it wasn't him. He the guy who said he was gonna let justice run his course. He didn't do the interview. There was a police. The sheriff came oh, okay. out. And he came out to the defense of the police chief and read some of the hate mail that the police chief was getting. And it was on live TV. And there were a lot of uh, (laughs) there were a lot of slurs and epithets, if you will. Uh, And it was pretty it was pretty damn funny because MSNBC was not ready for that. (laughs) Go find it on YouTube. It is hilarious. I mean, the slurs are terrible. but just the fact that live TV, when things go haywire on live TV, no matter what the situation is, it's almost always funny. What's the guy who said he's going to let justice run his course? Was he a black guy? I believe he was a black guy. Okay, so I know one of the things they called him was a coon. Yeah, and we talk. We have a whole podcast yeah. on coon, and if if you if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, go listen to it. We define. Actually, we have three different definitions of what a coon is. And apparently, uh, the public felt like this police chief was acting like a coon by saying, let justice run its course. And um, that right there doesn't meet my definition. (laughs) Just because he said, let justice run its course. um, 
that wasn't that didn't meet my yeah that doesn't that doesn't meet my definition of of a coon so i would have to see what he said and what he did but it appears that it doesn't fit my definition i think i actually them calling him a coon i think is kind of like one of an example of what made us even discuss that topic exactly i think they were using it correctly yeah yeah people misusing it so that's that's why we talked about it in the first place so uh the guy's now been charged with manslaughter yeah and so he'll go up on trial for that and another thing that made it difficult is that apparently in, in louisiana they have really strong stand your ground laws mm-hmm. and so they had to decide whether he was standing his ground or <clears throat> whether he uh just flat out murdered the guy and apparently they conducted 160 interviews the police right i didn't even know there was 160 people out there to interview i don't know how they interviewed that many unless they interviewed they had different people interview the same people you know well they had, i mean they had because 16 people interviewed 10 different times you know i mean it was a car chase you know so you you figure you know whoever saw them dipping in you know through traffic or whatever could all be interviewed gotcha you know well yeah 160 interviews so they think they got it right uh there were some people that's mad about the charge too people are upset that he's getting a manslaughter charge i don't know what they want him to have but one thing you have to be careful of when you're charging people is making sure you're charging them appropriately because if you trump up the charge and say, oh man, that was a murder one. He should have, he should have definitely got first degree murder charge. And then you go up to court, and they they can without a shadow. I mean, they can't prove without a shadow of a doubt that he conspired to kill the guy. Then he's gonna get off, and then everybody's gonna be mad again. So. And that happens all the time um, on on social media. You know, people put their afro on and act like they you know they are reaction reactionary activists Mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and they like what you know manslaughter this is a disgrace like dude if they overcharge them they're gonna beat the case so and then you're really gonna be mad because then he's not gonna have to pay for anything right you know and so then it's gonna end up like george zimmerman you know Exactly, where he didn't have to really pay for anything. He just got off free with killing that young man, right. you know? So we got to be careful of that. So all you Twitterers out there, all you tweeters, <laughs> I'm acting like an old man oh, Twitterer. <laughs> all you tweeters out there, stop throwing the afro on and acting like you know the damn law, okay? Go look up the difference between first degree, second degree, and manslaughter, and you will see why he was charged with manslaughter. It's pretty clear. That's more likely uh, a charge that he will be charged with. And if you don't, not first degree. And if you don't look it up, don't talk and act like you know what you're talking about. Just don't speak on the t- on the subject. Right. You know. Don't. Oh, another thing to talk. Oh, go I ahead. Was just sorry. gonna say, don't be loud and wrong. <laughs> you know that just makes you look stupid. Definitely, definitely. Another thing they were talking about about this case is they the police keep saying this is not a racial case and it's not about race and that's really interesting because there's two ways you can look at that so are they saying it's not about race like this white guy didn't kill joe mcknight because he was black 
because I don't think it was about that. I think the police are right in that aspect. But I would agree. I think I think that there is a well, thing about race. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say. Well, gonna say, then again, I mean, I don't think he set out to kill him because he was black. Right. But once. So the crime in itself yeah. wasn't about race. Yeah. But he could have reacted differently because he was black. Could have, if I, if but I don't sense. know if it was about that. I don't know. I don't think it was about that. By the way, he had had a pre. Remember, we talked about he had a previous charge at that same intersection where he got out and pounded some guy, and I think that was a white guy he pounded out at the gas station. <laughs> so this is equal opportunity road rage, bro. Like I don't, I don't think he did it because he was black. Now, uh. There is a race thing. I think the people who are tweeting and people on social media feel like him going home so fast, the guy who killed Joe McKnight, mm-hmm. him going home so fast had to do with him being privileged and white. That's what people are talking about. But I don't know if I exactly agree with that either, um, simply because, again, they had to get the details and the facts right. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that yet. I don't have enough evidence and I don't have enough information to agree with that. And people are comparing it to the other murder that happened in Louisiana. Uh, the football player, Will Smith, yeah. when he got killed and this guy's trial is going on, I think right now, uh, when Will Smith got killed, that gentleman uh, or that killer, <laughs> gentleman, that killer he he went to jail. He didn't pass go. He did not. It's like he had a top hat on and like the barber mustache. He's like a gentleman with a monocle on. <laughs> no, <laughs> with man. His vocal, I was just trying smoking to... a cigarette with a fit with that long ass plastic filter on there. <laughs> no, man. I was just trying to be nice and not call a man out of his name. But I challenge uh, you to he, a duel, sir. <laughs> he's a killer. So that killer, he didn't pass go. He didn't collect two hundred dollars, and apparently. Uh, he didn't get that time to wait it out. Like he didn't get that time to go home and then come back. Like that's that's the problem with uh, that social media has is that well, the same thing happened. A black guy was the killer, and he went straight to jail. So mm-hmm. that was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know all the details of that one, so I can't say why he went straight to jail. But anyway. That's what the people are talking about. I kind of have a problematic, uh, a potentially problematic take on this whole situation. Um, okay. So the, you know, the guy Joe McKnight, you know, he hopped out of his car. Yep. And so wait, so some road rage happened. Yep. They were speeding up back and forth, getting in front of each other, you yep. know, probably blowing a horn, probably screaming at each other, pointing fingers, got the middle finger up. You know, all that stuff was probably happening because that's what happened in road rage, right. right? That's what happens. All right. And then you continue. He gets out of the car. And he gets out of the uh, Joe McKnight. You know, they pull up at a, at a traffic light. You know, Joe McKnight finally caught up with him. And he hops out of his car and walks up to this guy's car. Okay. And that's when the guy shoots To the passenger him. side, the passenger. though. Wait. To the passenger side. Not sure. I think that's important to say. Okay. I, and we talked about it, and you, you you said that a few times. I I really don't get what difference it makes that it's passenger versus driver's side, but maybe somebody will, you know, maybe the... Oh, uh, I'll tell you what difference it makes, because you're at more than an arm's length away. So? So if, if, I, if I don't have 
a weapon and I walk up to your passenger side, I can't immediately get to you. Now, if I was on the driver's side, on the other hand, that would be more threatening because you're right in arm's distance of me and you can grab me, pull me out the car, punch me in the face, poke me in the eye. But on the passenger side, I can't get to you TJ, unless I jump in your car. TJ, I know you have seen the movie Menace to Society. Okay, I have. Kane hopped up in that Mustang and had a <laughs> boy at gunpoint made him order a hamburger with cheese. Yep, yep. I remember that scene very well. If you ain't seen Minister Society, go see it. It's a great movie. So go ahead. He, he had he had he had the um the hammer right to the dude's face. So anything can happen. Like and that's the passenger side. It don't have to be the driver's side for it to be a threat, dog. Man, but from what you're saying right now, as soon as Joe McKnight walked up, you can start shooting in. No. Like, you don't I'm have to even that. assess the situation. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. So, but, all I'm saying so, is, oh, all I'm saying is assess the situation. The guy's at the passenger side. He can't immediately get to me right now. I don't see a weapon. I shouldn't shoot yet. That's all I'm saying. Maybe he was banging on the window or something. You know, I don't know. But, okay. but you know, I know one person was like, yeah, he got out the car to apologize. And see, and this is where I have a problem because, <laughs> bro, he was sorry. Like, he wanted to tell him man to man. Joe McKnight was a gentleman. He wanted to tell him, bro, I'm sorry. I, feel, I shouldn't have done that role. Right. I feel like they're insulting my intelligence at that point. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, he's not nobody. I've never seen anybody go through, you know, a two mile car chase and then hop out the car. Like, That's why he was chasing like him, him down, down dog, because he he's from the South. He was <laughs> he was chasing him down to apologize? Yes, he's from the South, man. He was trying to be hospitable. No, he, he hopped out the car. He thought he was about to scare this little guy. You know, he's always going to flex on him or something. And what that guy taught him was you can't intimidate every little white man out yeah. here in these streets. And... Well, he shot my man. I mean, these guys like you can't you can't judge a book by its cover. Anybody can have um, a gun on them. You're not just gonna get yeah, out and punk everybody, man. So that is that is true. That is true. So uh, listeners, pay attention to that. Do not engage in road rage and then hop out the car and think you're gonna go chase somebody down. And not even to say sorry. You know what? If you really are apologetic, just let him drive off then, you know? He'll forget about it. You'll forget about it, and it'll be a done deal. You don't need to run up to them and apologize. And it's probably not a good idea to run up on somebody's car and, and continue to engage in road rage like you want to have a fight because you might not have a fist-to-fist -fist fight. This is not the 40s. And then, People will shoot you. And then you talk about, you know, was he threatened? I mean, this guy just got off. Well, he didn't get off yet, but they just mistrialed that Walter Scott case. And Walter Scott is on video running away. And the cops said he was, <laughs> thought his life was in um, danger. Right. He was running away. So, I mean, anything can happen. Yeah, I just, that assessment, man. I don't know what he felt because I wasn't in the situation and I know he was probably heated. I just never been pushed to that point where I was so mad at road rage that as soon as a guy walks up, I'm going to shoot. Because, I mean, even if the guy walked up and start banging on my window, like saying, yo, man, what the fuck? And start cussing me out and like banging on my window. 
I don't think that I have the right to shoot yet. I, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't in the situation. Either. I can't judge it. Uh, but even if he was banging on the window, but if he's banging on my window, that means the window is up and he can't get to me. So me assessing the situation, he can't hurt me. He can. He can and I can drive I mean, off. you know, it's, it's probably not the most practical thing, but he could punch through the window. Now, when he punches through the window, now he's trying to get to me. Yeah. I can see more of a reason but, to just light him but up. But that's a that stand the ground thing. Like, you don't have to wait for that point you have to be threatened though yeah, well that as i'm saying him. i mean i guess that could potentially be a threat i mean a threat could be like i'm gonna kill you can a threat be verbal <sighs> yeah a threat can be verbal but he's gonna kill me how from the outside of my car the same way he killed but him I, from the I, inside of the car okay but there is no gun on the guy. I don't got no time for I that. Guess, I, I guess he don't know that. Yeah. yeah. I guess you don't know that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what conversation ensued at the car. Fine. I don't and know. Nobody will know. Because I, except for yeah. the, the shooter. And that's. I tell you what, I, that is what they teach you in con- carrying concealed weapons class. That's exactly what they teach is that you kill the guy, you get one story. That's it. Yep. Ain't nobody else telling the opposite side because don't nobody know the opposite side because the other guy is no opposite side. Right. You just have a bunch of witnesses who really want to end on the conversation. Yep. And um, so this guy definitely. Uh, pe- wait. Wasn't it a stolen gun? though? is this the same thing? Is this the same case where the gun was like unregistered or stolen or something? Mm, I didn't hear all of that. Ah, all right. I won't bring it up because I don't know the facts on that. Okay. But I think that that was a pro- I think that was a kink in it. Is that it's not his gun? That'll now be that's a problem. a problem. Yeah, that'll be a. Big that problem. is a serious problem. So we might have to come back and update on that in a minute. Okay. Or in the on the next one because uh, I I gotta remember that. I want to say that it's not his gun. That's a big so. that's a big issue. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> that comes down to it. All right. So. No, no, no. We won't even go that hypothetical yet because I don't want to go there if it, if it was his. So, anyway, in other news. So, uh, while we're talking about raging and going back and forth and beefing, right? Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there's this one rapper guy, Soldier Boy. He feels like that uh, he can just go at it with anybody, huh? Can you believe it's been that crank that came out 10 years ago? He's been in the rap game for 10 years now, huh? Unbelievable. It's unbelievable how time flies. Uh, people was wearing oversized t-shirts just 10 years ago. Just 10 years ago? That's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So, I guess over the past month, Soldier Boy... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go. And congratulations to Soldier Boy, because I just knew he was going to run out of money by now. But he's maintained a status of having money for 10 years congratulations to that man perhaps the illusion I'm, i don't know i guess he's making money off of something but he's he's one of those types that's always flashing his money and his jewels yeah and recently yeah. his guns on on social media which which is real smart sarcastically speaking which he's i think he's like 26 27 now you would think he would have kind of outgrown that that kind of activity Nope, under 30. You can still be dumb. That's amazing to me. <laughs> I mean, like at 26, 27, I had a 401k. And, you know, I was doing like... Yeah, you took the stuff. more traditional route, though. You didn't make a hit at 16, 
17 years old and then make a million or multiple millions of dollars you didn't you didn't take that route so yeah i mean well fast money man you get it fast you typically lose it fast um, he hasn't lost it yet because he's still somehow generating income. Yeah. However, he's not thinking about a 401k. Yeah. Okay. Well, so he's like in the past month, he's been kind of just on this on this uh, path of destruction, running through all kinds of people, just beefing with people. Um, most of them who he has no business beefing with, but he's been trying them anyway. Like for, as far as I remember, it started with. Um, he, he, he was on, he was on social media. He was on Twitter or something, and he offered people, he offered his fans, the opportunity for him to follow them back. For a hundred, if, if they gave him a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, just for a follow back, bro. Yeah, just to follow him back, and so from there, um, I think. You know, DJ Academic, or people start saying that he was broke, and uh, then he put up a video about how he just bought a million dollar penthouse or some some crazy like that. And, okay. Uh, he was like, you know, put up a video showing this this penthouse, and then DJ Academics exposed exposed them saying like actually that penthouse um, is on Airbnb for rental. And uh, <laughs> you know that's not actually Soldier Boys, and then the people who actually was renting it out was like, uh, I don't know what he's talking about, but that's our penthouse. Wow! And so, um, and so from there, Soldier Boys started beefing. Like he put out a video about DJ Academics wanting to beef with him. Ah, uh, because he's mad he got called out. Right. Now, so so wait, I got a question. Is there a problem with Soldier Boys selling his brand? Is there a problem with that? I mean, because people love Soldier Boy. I don't know who they are. I don't know who these Soldier Boy fans are. They're probably some young people. But if they love Soldier Boy and his brand, if Soldier Boy can capitalize, I mean, this is a capitalist country. If he can capitalize on selling follows for $100, is there really a problem with that? Uh, absolutely. I believe it is. I mean,. It's not really. I mean, you're talking about the people who are supposed to be riding for him. The few people that are left on this planet who are Soldier Boy fans. He's okay. asking these people to to give him a hundred dollars so he can follow them, and then he's just gonna drop them off. You know, he's gonna stop following them probably after a week anyway. But I don't know. I, I think that's definitely the wrong way to go about it. Well, I mean, there's some. There's some artists who don't even offer to follow at all. And that's what he should do. Not, but, not all right. Saying. What about artists that sell merchandise? They're selling like autographs. So is it a problem to sell your autograph and a poster for $100? No. All it is is your signature on a picture. Can you do that? That's something tangible. That's something that you can't take back from me after I send you the money. Hey man, he didn't. He didn't. We don't know that he was gonna take back the follow. We don't know that. He was. We can't say that. Like, like what would what would the point even be? Like, so Soldier Boy could see what you're saying. I mean, yeah. that's all it is. And yeah. Then, then what happens? 
I mean, I get gratification because I know Soldier Boy is watching. Yeah, I mean, no. it's no different from people who play like Candy Crush and they spend two hundred dollars a month for extra plays on Candy Crush. I can sit here and say, well, after that gratification of beating that level, then what? What do you get? You spend two hundred dollars a month just so you can beat the game. So but, what? But Soldier Boy's a fuck boy. He would have. He would have stopped following him. <laughs> he probably would have. I guarantee. He probably would have. So okay. So he started. He started beef with academics because academic called him out. And then he apologized. But then uh, Soldier Boy apologized to DJ Academics. Talking about hey man, big bro. He was like, oh, I was just on. Uh, you know, I ain't have my weed for the day or some shit like that. You know, he blamed it on something stupid. He backed out. Okay. Um, he can do that because he's a young idiot. But go ahead. And then, oh, and before that, he's beefing with little Yachty, right? That's your last little Yachty fault. But go ahead. Mm, yeah, kinda. But he's beefing <laughs> with little Yachty, and then he's yep. beefing with this this Chicago Savage Rico Reckless, and Rico okay. Reckless, he actually went to L.A. and went up to like the penthouse. It uh-huh. made a video. Like, they came to L.A. looking for him. Oh, okay. And then Soldier Boy started posting up videos about, uh, oh, I'm in uh, France, and, you know, I'm about to go over to Dubai. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then he made a video, like, an hour later, talking about, man, we in L.A., we're going to be there in three hours or something, something crazy like that. Like, <laughs> like, we, we in L.A. right now. Where are you at? And I was like, dog, you can't make it there that fast. You were just in France. <laughs> so Yo, he got so much money, he got a high-powered jet, dog. Stop. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt, man. This is Soldier Boy. Tell big, him. Big soldier. And and so um, one of them Chicago savages. And so he told, he, he was like, I'm going to put $100,000 on Rico Reckless's head. And... Okay, that's idiotic. Yeah. Because <laughs> if that man came up dead, guess who's going to be the first person? Well, the funny that's thing gonna about that. going to be going for question. I can't, I can't remember who producer the guy was, but some producer called him and basically just sunned him and like put a video up about it, like telling him, like, hey, we don't play like that. You know, putting money on people's heads. You know, we don't play like that here in Chicago. And uh, Yeah, that's so a serious he, offense. So he apologized for that. And then he started beefing with Quavo. <laughs> Quavo from the Migos. Right. And so he's talking to him, telling um, Mago, uh, or excuse me, I was going to say Mago. He told Quavo he was going to come and get him with the with the Draco and all this stuff. And he made, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Soldier Boy's just been on this, this, this tirade, beefing with everybody. And I don't know, I don't know how know he's going to get around like that. Because all these people, somebody's going to see you someday. Right. And then what do you do? What do you do after you done started all these quarrels, if you will? Well, he's, <laughs> he's, high, he's, he's high up on his penthouse, safe and sound, in the hills of Hollywood somewhere. You know, so he don't have to worry about the Chicago savages. They came out but once But one day, to they're going to be in Dubai with you. They're going to do a show in Dubai one day or in France. And you're going to walk past them. And then what do you do? He's gonna apologize like he's been apologizing to everybody else. <laughs> okay, I guess, man. So, I mean, like, so what do you think his his thing is? Is he using one of the Drugs. forty-eight laws of power? Like, is Drugs. he is he trying to do an intention thing? 
like you know good all attention is good attention whatever yeah i mean that's a law of power but i think it's detrimental to his health and his lifestyle and it's de- detrimental to his career because all uh all publicity is good publicity right we talked about that in the 48 laws of power however he is burning bridges and i don't think that that's a law of power because remember uh independence uh, we think that is good but you need somebody to depend on you need an ally from time to time to help you get to the next level and he's burning a lot of bridges so i think he's going against the law of power with his approach of gaining attention um and i don't know man he's he's not good enough to be doing what he's doing he's not that great of a i'm saying like what's up with like the tough talk though like um i I guess i wonder why he's taking that route you know and then he's doing the 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 guns in the videos and yeah it's interesting that uh because i saw um a video from turk the uh from the original hot boys and he was saying that these artists need to stop putting these guns and stuff in videos number one it's incriminating most a lot of them have felonies already so they could get charged and go to jail and they don't want to do that or your PO will let you do that and talk really crazy uh, on on the internet and hope that you can incriminate one of your friends who they're look who they're actually looking for and then now you're now you look like a snitch but what you should do though if you really have a problem with somebody is work with Floyd Mayweather somebody who can set up or promote a fight and then you guys fight for charity or you fight for money and then uh you know everybody can win then because at least you're getting paid from it instead of just looking like an idiot or going to jail so they've been trying to do that i know some people like actually have made attempts to do that but mm -hmm. like i don't know i mean soldier boy but it's been getting closer and closer to happening though so i mean yeah it can happen yeah it definitely can happen would you pay would you pay pay-per-view to watch one of these idiots fight bro would you do that nah I'll just watch the bootleg version on on the internet. Right. Watch it on YouTube. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't wow. pay for it. Although I would yeah, like man. to uh <laughs> to see Quavo donkey punch um <laughs> Soldier Boy because like like didn't Quavo knock somebody out like at a concert or something? Oh, I don't know. So he I got he that. got the he got the punching power. Hmm. So I don't know. We ain't never seen Soldier Boy do nothing yet. Although yeah, he talk- said he does. Right. Yeah. Nobody's ever seen the fruit of that labor. Uh, speaking of putting people on blast oh, wait, online, wait. and he and he also um, Soldier Boy also was uh, beefing with uh, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Oh right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the actor. <laughs> it did. It did. Wait, um, that that was that was. I understand that one though, cause Shia LaBeouf dissed him though. Yeah, he went at him, and um, well, real quick, and on this last video, um, Soldier Boy had Sean Kingston there with him, and Sean Kingston he needs to stay out of all beefs. I mean, he yeah. was already caught up with the game. Like he definitely don't want them problems, and then, and then he was uh, co-signing with Soldier Boy, talking about yeah, I was there. Yeah, I saw when he uh, sent the text message to Quavo, and these cats ain't want no problem. And so, um, the sassy savage herself, Young Thug, stepped in and said, okay. "Hey, Sean Kingston, you need to step up out of this. Like, you don't, you, you don't want that problem." So, right. 
So now we got Young Thug in there. So he might be beefing with Soldier Boy. Yeah, man. Uh, I just, just hope none of these. I hope none of these guys get shot. <laughs> Seriously, because it'd be sad. It ain't even got to be that serious. And we know Young Thug's about that life. He apparently, you know, are allegedly supposed to set up Lil Wayne's bus to get shot up that time when he was beefing oh, wow. with Birdman. Yeah, well, I know that, uh, I don't know how true that is, but I know that he has people who are respected in rap co-signing for him. T.I. co-signed Young Thug and said, yeah, he might dress the way he dressed, but Young Thug is serious. So that that's a heck of a co-sign. Which is, by the way, another law of power. If you want your rep to go up, align yourself with people who have that kind of reputation, have them vouch for you. And so I guess Young Thug is solidified using the laws of power. And also, Young Thug, even he's starting to beef not only with Soldier Boy, but he's also beefing with black women working at the airport. <laughs> I don't know. Right. He, he, I guess, um, had a, uh, I don't know if he had his own jet or if he was flying some private jet, but something went wrong with it. So he had to fly um, on some kind of uh, basic airline. And um, he then, I don't know if the, if he was going to be held up or what was happening, but a video came on where he was going off on these women um, working at the airport. Right. And he was videoing, videoing them, and he was telling them that they were ants and they were peasants and they had, you know, they was nappy-headed. And... I guess, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure how it came to this, but he ended up telling them that he will pay them $15,000 to quit. And actually, I do know how it came to it. I can't remember the guy's name, but there was this other rapper who um, was trying to get this uh, this clerk at a, at a, like a grocery store or something to quit her job for $10,000. Right. And so now here's Soldier Boy, or not Soldier Boy, but uh, Young Thug trying to get these women to quit their job for 15000 Okay, so I don't know how the whole thing started. I think you're right. Something must have happened with his flight. He started going off on them. He said that they, like you said, they were ants and they were peasants because they were rude. He was basing it on them being rude to him. So whatever happened, he took offense to the way that these ladies at the counter were treating him. So he decided to record. Now, thing that was interesting to me was that he pulls out this bag that has Bentley inscribed on it with the Bentley insignia and he made sure that we knew that that wasn't from the Bentley car that's from the Bentley truck as he called it but the Bentley SUV so did you know Bentley was coming out in the SUV in 2017 yeah I knew okay so the Bentley uh Bentega so Mm -hmm. I I guess he was he probably didn't know how to say it because if he if he did he would have said it. <laughs> he just called it the Bentley truck. Some people but already got it. Um, I know like Future was was posted up a picture with his. Oh okay. Yeah. Nice. So why why we're happy that we got the new iPhone seven and like we take pictures with it. And, you know, happy with that. They go get the new Bentley SUV and post it yep. up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That's how different we are. So anyway, uh, inside of that bag with the Bentley insignia was 
bandit cash. Uh, I don't know how much was in there, but yeah, he went to the counter telling them. Now, he didn't do it in a nice way. He didn't say, hey, ladies, you want to quit your job? I got $15,000 for you if you want to quit your job. He was doing it in a derogatory manner. Well, he just called them peasants and ants. And I mean, you don't call people a peasant or an ant because they're rude. You call them that because you feel like you're above them. That's how he was saying it. He wasn't saying it because they were rude. He was saying it because it's like, oh, y'all are underlings. Y'all are beneath me. Right. But I think he got to that level. He made it a point to say that they were being rude. Y'all rude. Okay. But to say you're rude is one thing. But to act like you you got old money or something talking about people are peasants and ants like dog just a year ago your teeth was all messed up (laughs) you know you had bad skin you know you made some money now you calling people peasants and ants the same people who made you rich and you talking about they peasants and ants and this ain't the first time he's done that you know he's done he's he's made these kind of comments before right so you know, I think he's letting the money go to his head, the fame. You know, he's letting it go to his head where he feels like he can talk about people like that. Crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely not saying he's justified in what he was saying because he was acting as if he was the upper crust and the ladies that was working on the counter, the people that need to get you on your flight are beneath him. Uh, I don't, you know... I don't go to fast food restaurants because I make more than $12 an hour and start calling them peasants and ants because they have to make food for me. You don't go yeah. to the restaurant where the waitress or the waiter is serving you food and because you know that they're only making, I don't know, a lot of these restaurants, they don't even pay you a good hourly wage because they expect you to get paid from your tips. So maybe they'll pay you $9 an hour, $10 an hour, and then expect you to get tips. Yeah, you don't go there calling them peasants and ants, as if they don't, you're. By the way, they don't they don't get paid that much. They get paid like seventy five cent or something crazy like that. <laughs> no, it's literally it's, it's it's below minimum wage because it's tip based. Right, so right. They they get paid something like really low, not even five dollars. Okay, I remember like ten fifteen years ago. Uh, I had some friends that was in that business and they were making like three seventy five. Yeah, exactly. Supposed to be tips, but I figured fifteen years. I mean, they should be at the eight nine dollars now and Hell then nah. they get their tips. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Right. So yeah, man. He 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 was he was talking bad about it. Now the thing that I found interesting about it though is the stuff that he was saying to these chicks, man. Now I don't know what they did to him to make him go off the deep end. But he had the nerve. All right, it's one thing. He said that their hair was nappy. But he said they look like Africans. Oh, yeah. Like they yeah. got deported from Africa because their hair was nappy. This is this is young thug saying this. <laughs> that right there, that's unacceptable. And had that been like some white guy, remember when uh your boy, what's his name? D- Don. Don Imus. Don Imus. When he caught the chicks on the basketball team, I think at, Rutgers. from Rutgers, yeah, yeah some nappy-headed hoes. He's they like, they had his job for holes. that. <laughs> those were some <laughs> nappy-headed hoes. They had his job for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there was some real outrage. 
But um, he has like a morality clause, you know. I'm sure Young Thug doesn't have. Yeah, to work under Young those Thug doesn't. But I, uh, I haven't seen he how. Does. I, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen how much he's gotten hung out to dry because of the stuff that he said. But I, I didn't see anybody focusing on him making that type of comment. That is crazy for him to and even why, talk like that. Why record yourself looking that stupid? No, because it was I, cool. It like, cool I don't know thing. if he was trying to do, like, the Young and May thing and, like, trying to prove, like, hey, I'm about to miss this concert because of these uh, ants and peasants or whatever. But, he did I mean, that. He did that. He made a video saying, hey, I, I had a situation. And actually, he didn't talk bad about them on the second video. On the second video, it was like, hey, I had the situation at the airport that caused me to miss my flight, which means I missed my show. But don't so worry. Yeah. I'm going to redo the show, and I'm going to do an extra hour to perform for my fans that love me. I love y'all. And all that stuff. He 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 seemed like a respectable young man on the on second video. video. Yeah, he seemed like he had some sense. And for him to offer to perform an hour longer because of the inconvenience and set up the the redo for the show so quickly, because I think that show is supposed to be like on a Saturday, but he's going to redo right. the show on Monday. That's pretty respectable as an artist. And it seems like he's a pretty smart, business savvy artist. But that performance that he had at the airport was definitely, definitely uh, a poor choice on his part. I don't know, man. It just seems like it, it's he's letting the fame and the money get to his head. And yep. I guess he's just basically it's just a um, the, just a typical he forgot where he came from kind of thing. Okay. So I mean I don't think like if I if I had that much money or if I just came up in, you know into a lot of money just all of a sudden I don't think I would be that way. You don't think so, huh? I don't believe what? so. They say you know, uh, and I don't know the quote. I'm gonna chop it up right now, but I'll paraphrase it. Uh, people show the real them when they have money. You see who people really are because. If you have money, you don't have to always be compassionate. You don't have to care about people's feelings. But if you still do, even though you have money, that shows the type of person you are. You know, you don't have to be helpful. You don't have to go out on a limb because you have one of the most powerful things that get you along in the world. So if you can still show compassion and care and sensitivity uh, when you have money, that shows the true who you are. And so Young Thug, truly, he's a he's a jerk, probably. Or I think it like multiplies. What did I say? I think it kind of like multiplies who you are, kind of like yeah. if I'm a car or magnifies. Guy, yeah, yeah, I'm a car guy, and I just got like a '91 CRX, but you know that's my race car. Well, if I got you know millions of dollars, I would still be a car guy. I would just have a more expensive car. Yeah. Right. Yep, I can see that. Or if you if you do drugs. You know, you smoke right. weed, you're just going to be buying, like, a lot more weed. <laughs> but what if you're not What if you're not a druggie, though, and now the people that you're hanging around are into drugs, and then you go ahead and try it, that money was then your detriment because you wouldn't have been around those druggies had you not had the money to keep up that kind of habit. So if you got the money right now, let's say you won, I don't know, some lump sum in the lottery, you choose the amount. How much? Um, let's just go. Like I see, I got. I think it's levels to this. So it is. Like if, we, if I got like ten million. All right. 
So you got 10 No The lottery purse Was 10 mil No I got okay. 10 million clean Let's just say Clear 10 million Nah that ain't how it worked though I'm saying I Like I've already Gone through the taxes And shit So Let's say it was like 18 million Now I got 10 Ah uh, you got 10 million clean Are you happy now No <laughs> Okay let's just go ahead And go with 10 So what you wanna say I got 4 million or something Alright We'll get to that Let's we'll get to that. You got ten million because we're talking about the levels. So you got ten million dollars. That was the purse um, from the lottery, right? You can you can take that in installments, or you could take lump sum. What are you doing? Uh, lump sum. Like why would I do installments of ten million dollars or any amount? I would always do the lump sum. So I just think, right I off think, the rip. I think, they, I think like financial advisors also say just do the lump sum. Um, because I think like if you die, it doesn't like get passed down to your family. Like you die, it doesn't. It's, just, it's, just, it's gone. Yeah, you out of here. Yeah. So I'm I was reading, I was reading something that said that if you got, if you got, you know, if you're young, you got some years to live, uh, and if you're frivolous with money, the installments may be a good choice for you. All right, but you're taking a lump sum. Yeah, fuck that. I still wouldn't trust it. <laughs> All right. So you got the lump sum yep. from your ten million dollar purse, right? Yeah. So right off the right off the rip, we know they're gonna snatch you for those taxes, right? And so we'll just be very hypothetical and let's just make it easy. They usually say like a, a gift tax or a lottery tax is like forty to fifty percent. Let's just like go 40%. ahead and be extreme. Let's be extreme. It's fifty percent. You got five million dollars that you pocketed. Okay. How are you living? How are you living now? Um, with just five million, I don't yeah. even. I don't even think I would quit my job. <laughs> five million. I'll, All right. I'll so probably wait. would go. What? Would you tell? Would you tell your family and friends? Five million? No. I mean, I would tell like the closest people. So that means you told everybody. No. No, no, no. Once you tell the closest people, you've told everybody. My circle is pretty small. So, All right. so I, I mean, mean that's like, that's a, that that's a once in a lifetime thing to win that lottery. Like if I told so, you, like what 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 we're telling you, like what problem would that present? Okay, well, no, nah, I'm not going to go tell your biz like that. I mean, I'm not you going way, to tell you're on the other side that. of the country, so that wouldn't hurt nothing. No, 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 that wouldn't hurt. But you know what? I guess e- even if you didn't t- with social media, man, and I think you might be able to stay anonymous in the news. That with they, five million, might you might be able to get away you. with that. You, yeah, you might be able to slide through. That's not too you big. Might be able to slide That's not too crazy. Okay, so you're quitting your job. No. Oh, you're not quitting your job. No, Sorry, no. you're not quitting your job. No. All right, so I, I what, might what do you live, do with I that might then? work like I don't give a fuck though. <laughs> You know, like right. like I might be a little reckless with how I talk to my manager and you know, I might not be worried about productivity and stuff too much. But I I, I probably wouldn't quit. Okay. But I would drive like a really I, nice car there. You would drive you get you what you get you a uh you get you a Tesla or I'll get a GTR. You, you okay. Something nice. like, you know, a hundred twenty, hundred thousand dollar. Out of my four right, million, right. that's quite a bit still, but that would be pretty much it. I would like have that, and then I'll have some type of four door, you know, multi seater car. So you've only spent about two percent right now on the car. I don't. I don't think that that's too bad. 
I'm not okay. sure if I would even eh, with four million. I probably would buy like a a bit nicer of a house. Okay. Um, maybe buy you a nicer house. Two hundred thousand dollar house, maybe. A two hundred thousand. That's it. Yeah, I still gotta live. <laughs> Where are you finding a two hundred thousand dollar really nice house? Uh, St. Louis, two hundred thousand to get you pretty far. That'll get you pretty. That'll stretch you. Two or three. All right. Yeah, I was thinking like three or four will get you like really, really nice. And I can okay. I can imagine myself spending half a million on a house because you still got to okay. furnish it and stuff. Right, right. Oh, so you're gonna get you a 14 karat gold toilet? No. Get you a 14 karat gold sink? You talking nah, about furniture? Like, I, like I, I would I would live pretty basic um, with just that amount. I mean, it, that's not fuck you money. That's not really definitely even, not. It's not even necessarily. I mean, obviously, I don't have four million dollars, but it's still not quite dream money. No, nah. you know what I'm saying. So I'd agree with that. I totally agree. I would definitely keep working, especially living in California. Five million dollars is nothing. I would definitely go buy a nice house. Uh, car. I'm not a big car guy, man, but I might spend a hundred k. I might go get me a Tesla. You know what I'm saying? Go, uh, go, go, snatch me. No, I, I'll go cop me. Yeah, I cop me the Model X though. I get the SUV. Okay. So I get me the Tesla SUV, and uh, I definitely get a house. But I would definitely keep working. And I don't even know if that's enough money to even go to work talking crazy though. <laughs> like I don't know. I think you got to keep working the way you was working. Well, I mean, you can probably invest or something you know like like if i did that if i had a four million like i probably would open like my own own studio or something like photography studio okay even then i mean to get a proper place you might have to put like a million into it like yeah to get but if you got if you have that money though yeah you got to spend it on something that that number one that you like and you think will help you progress whether it be your hobby or your second job or whatever it is you better spend it on you before the people start coming out the woodwork yeah i would definitely try to do something smart with it though okay that's fair so i think we beat that in the ground for the for the 10 million dollar purse all right you won a hundred million dollars. I mean, no, let's, let's crank it up, man. I mean, let's let's get to the to the, the to the big boy. Like, <laughs> didn't somebody like it almost hit a billion last year, right? Or earlier this year, or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, uh, just recently, I think. That happened again. You talking about what the factory the factory workers nah, they hit? That was like four hundred, I think. Nah, oh, okay. I think there was one that almost hit a billion earlier this year. It was like late last year. Let's get to that. Okay. One. All right, so you your purse is a billion. So we clear six hundred thousand, right, or six hundred million, right? All right. Well, no, no, we'll, we'll be uh, aggressive with it. You got you got a half a billion dollars okay. in the pocket. Five hundred million dollars. So good. I don't have to worry about taxes anymore. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So I won't be getting hit with tax evasion or nothing because they already took care of it, right? Not exactly. What do you mean? Not, not exactly. exactly. It it don't work that way. How does it work? Um, it, it I don't know ex- I don't know all the details on how it works, but they say that uh, that's what the I, way that's that, what I earn. That's what I earn. I'm done. 
I pay my taxes. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't keep taxing me on money that we already been taxed on. <laughs> I think they can, nah, dog. You can. I think they can. Because, I mean... I, I don't think you pay taxes on that one time. It's I, not that simple. You, you do. I, I work in the accounts payable department. We pay big money to people. And the 1099s go out... Like people say it all the time, like I've been double taxed on this. Like I've already paid this tax, and now you're taxing me again. So you can't be you can't be double taxed. Doc. Okay. You have to earn the money. Like if you was doing that that uh, installment shit, yeah. you could definitely be taxed on that. Right, right. But if you've already took taken half of my one billion dollars. You got me fucked up if you think you're going to keep coming in and taking away. <laughs> oh, oh, the government got you fucked up. The huh? government has me fucked up. If I got $500 million, yeah, the government has me fucked up. Nah, dude, I don't I don't think the government yeah, ever has. I would has. leave. And then what they going to do? Okay. Where are you going? You going to Cuba or something? I can go to the because. moon with $500 million. <laughs> If you think so, bro. Like you literally you can, so. I think. Like like was is it was it like the dude uh uh from the in sync was um what's his name? Lance, Lance I only know just Lance I only know Justin, bro. There's a dude uh, Lance Bass. no Lance Bass is the basketball player, ain't it? Yeah. Okay. But there's a dude named Lance, I think, in InSync and he was gonna pay like twenty million dollars, something crazy to to be able to go into space. Now where the hell did he get twenty million dollars from? Insane make some money, man. And I think the dude He still gotta live. If you, you I mean he ain't make that much to where he can throw away twenty mil. He must be investing pretty And well. I can't remember who it was. It was either the guy who owns Virgin Airlines or Virgin Airlines, I think. Or I guess he owns the Virgin Music Group too, right? Uh, yep. Either that guy or it was Elon Musk who was the ones who was like telling people they was gonna take him to space. Oh yes, yeah. There's definitely Elon Musk with SpaceX. Okay, well there you have it. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely the boy Elon. He's killing. It. He's killing yeah, the game. So you could pay like twenty million dollars and you can go to space. Okay. So well, with the way that, the way that they shit blowing up, I'm not hopping on anything that SpaceX. And with right just now. twenty million dollars, and I got five hundred. I mean, that's 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 a nice little vacation. I don't know, man. So let's what would see. you do with space? Like, how is that a vacation? Like, so so you are Lance, the 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 gay guy from Insync, and okay. you're in space now by yourself, or maybe you're yep. with some other people who was really rich. So you like with some guy from Dubai, and you with like the the president of North Korea, and like, what are you gonna do, like in space? Well, like you look down on the earth, that's only gonna be amazing for about thirty seconds. Well, first of all, I don't know how I'm gonna spend four percent of my of my winnings, four whole percent on one trip, bro. That's not happening. But when you get up there, I guess it's just the sight to see that only you know less than a thousand people have seen before. I I don't know, but it's I don't think it's that. That's it's not that cool to me, bro. I would Especially, I would imagine being like it, on a beach is more impressive than that, like in an island or something. Like buying your own private island, or just that would be more impressive. Or just visiting an island for a fraction of that twenty million dollars. <laughs> well, you can buy 
that private island for a fraction of that $20 million, True. I'm sure. True. You can probably take a cool seven and buy your own space out. And then it's just you and whoever. So no, I'm not trying to go and to it, space. that twenty mil just for me. And you like got you got to have a suit on and all that stuff. And I don't know. In the food, would probably be bad. It just wouldn't be a good way to spend twenty million dollars. You talking about? But it'd be dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> like nah, dog. Yeah. I'm, I'm not with that. So uh, I get five hundred mil. Um, You're not going. To definitely space. quitting. Definitely quitting my job. That's it. I, I ain't working. Absolutely. I ain't working for the for the man no more, bro. I'm not working for nobody's company no more. What I'll I'll have to I'll probably go back to school, bro, so I can learn how to manage my money properly and learn how to start investing in these tech companies. Cause I won't have nothing to do. Look, if you don't have nothing to do, you just gonna shrivel up and die, man. You gotta keep yourself active. I'll probably go back to school because I got nothing but time. Yeah, I think if it was me. And I had all that time, I would probably just play Call of Duty all the time. <laughs> and I'll be like the best, like the number one guy in Call of Duty. Duh, because you'd be I, sitting at home just based playing off Call of, of all Duty. All the time. Yeah, like all the time I have, like nobody would be able to out time me. Duh, how are you going to bring money in, bro? I don't need to bring money. I mean, I'm only spending like $7.33 a day because all I'm eating is Cheetos and and Mountain Dew. You know what? I'm with you on that. I'll be eating Red Hot Ripplets. I won't be eating the Cheetos. And I have some Mountain Dew Cold Red. We'll be making it all red. And I'll be playing Madden and 2K all day long. Yeah, that's dope. That's that's not too bad. And then, of course, I mean, like I said, I'll have the crazy house. And I mean... I don't I don't think I, I still don't think I would do nothing too crazy like as far as like I wouldn't go and try to buy like the Raptors or some shit like that you know okay but well you know you know that like one third of all of these lottery winners declare bankruptcy one third of them that's a yeah. lot yeah so yeah. Thirty three percent of these people, one out of three, you could be that one out of three dog declaring probably, bankruptcy. How I mean, are you gonna keep yourself from declaring bankruptcy? I bro? probably would give some money to like like my grandmother, right, and let her yep. distribute that amongst like the cousins and stuff. So I mean, I got four hundred million. Is this what we said, or what? No, five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. So I might give her like fifteen. I think that's fair. Gotcha. Fifteen mil. Yep. And then and then let her get mauled and and get run down into a heart attack because everybody keep running her ragged. Yeah. You want no, her I to mean, be the point of contact. Yeah. I mean, like she would. Like I said, it would be up to her to delegate. You know how that money goes. Duh, that's terrible. <laughs> Making her the point of contact for that, so her phone ringing off the hook. Get she you can do what she though. wants to do with it. Then I mean, that's up to her. But so so that's part. that's another thing too is that they say people who win a lottery have a ton of issues with family and friends. I mean that's a pretty common thing. And that's why I'm paying them off. Afterward. Okay. They say that uh lottery winners normally have problems with depression. They become depressed. Why do you think that is? What's depressing about having five hundred million dollars, bro? Uh I don't know, but we said it on the podcast before and like they talk about money can't buy happiness, but it can buy you 
I'm a jet ski and you've never <laughs> seen anybody mad on a jet ski. Right. Right. So. <laughs> but when he gets off that jet ski, though, when they get off that jet ski, it's a sad life. <laughs> and not only can it buy you um, a jet ski, but it also can buy you um, pizza. So once pizza. you get off your jet ski, you can then eat pizza. So, again, you, you, you just can't be mad eating pizza. You got $500 million to buy all the pizza you want. All right. Well, you got to just keep eating that pizza maybe, then. So. Maybe that's what I would do. I would buy like a Giordano's or a, a, Uno, a Pizzeria Uno or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. You buy those, a those kill in Chicago. Like places like that. All right. That'll be a smart investment. I know, I know some restaurants are bad investments, but I think something like that, those are like guaranteed. Right. So... Next thing that's a big problem with winning a lottery, they say the suicide rate of the average American is higher if you won the lottery. I don't see They're more likely to kill it. Kill it off. You know what I'm saying? End it all. Kill themselves off. I don't get why, but... Maybe because they lost that... Maybe because they filed that bankruptcy. They can't believe they blew $400 million. Well, that's after they broke. I mean, you would do that. You can do that now. Being broke. (laughs) So... Yeah, I mean. Well, look, I'm here to save you for when you win your $500 million. I went to Fortune.com and found out what you're supposed to do in order to stay wealthy. Are you ready, sir? Yep, let's see. Let's hear it. I can't see how you can spend that much money, but. Well, I know people, all kinds of people come out of the woodworks. They want you to invest in stupid shit and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I guess I can see how you can look up and all that money's gone. Right. So first thing you need to do is determine your money goals. What are your goals for the money? And then you can start putting it into action on how you're going to get there. Now, they say before you even touch the winnings, before you go down and say, yo, TJ, that's me. I won the lottery. Here goes my ticket. Before you do that, Quit you're supposed job. to go. No, no. Hell no. What? <laughs> Why not? Not quit I mean, look, Think job. about it. Think about it. I would immediately quit. And, you know, I would be, I don't know how long it takes for you to get that money. But however long it is, whoever's taking care of me during that time, they're going to be taken care of once I get my $500 million. What's the purpose of running down and quitting your job? What benefit do you get for that? I don't need no benefits because I got $500 million. <laughs> I'm saying... You might as well just no call, no show, and not go back. Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's what I would do. I would, I would, I would no what you going to no tell show. them? Yo, I'm quitting because I won the lottery? No, I just don't go back. Nope, I would just be like, fuck them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the first thing you're supposed to do before you get your winnings is you're supposed to go get you a team. Okay. So you get team a bunch of, what of you bad ask? bitches. Do you get, there you go. Wrong. That's not what you want. Goons. Because they going to be the ones goons. to take your money. No goons, because they're going to extort your money. So, you're supposed to get you a team of lawyers, accountants, and financial advisors. And these people will help you navigate through your taxes, because I'm telling you, I think it's more... I don't think it's they just take that one cut and then they out of here, man. Once you get 500, you know, 500 mil, you're in like at least the top 5%, bro. Once you hit that, hit that number, top 3%. 
They got taxes for you. They got taxes waiting on you. Taxes on taxes on. Oh taxes. yeah, probably your property taxes and stuff, but they can't tax you on their on your earnings. I'm just you just got to navigate those taxes man. again. It'd be it'd be sad that you you filed bankruptcy because ninety percent of your your money was gone because somehow. Well, it got no. Taxed. Again, if you're earning money, like which I would imagine you probably would earn something. If you're earning money, you know, from your car wash that you that you built and stuff. You obviously have to pay taxes on stuff like that, on that on that money that you're earning. Okay. But you can't be taxed again once you've already been taxed. All I'm saying is income. This the is game in as easy as, hey, look, I got five hundred mil, tax me one time, and then we're good, y'all. It's not that simple. I'm not saying that they're gonna tax you fifty times, but all I'm saying is it's just not that I don't think it's that simple. So you need to go get you some lawyers and accountants and some financial advisors. So they can help you with those taxes. They can help you find the right investments. And they can help you avoid those scams, bro. Because John John telling you that you need to get a car wash, that might not be the best thing for you. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what all the NBA guys do. I know. And those NBA guys are broke as hell. Oh, I probably would like buy some shoes, too. I like, I'll get all the hot shoes. Oh, I might buy me an NBA team. <laughs> or I might go in on one. I might go in on one. Yeah, you never actually buy the team. Like, I think you got to be a, a bona fide billionaire to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. But you can do like Jay-Z did and get a little percentage of it. Yeah. Well, which is good, you know. If I'm worth 500 mil, I can buy me a big percentage of it. <laughs> okay. So I can walk around and say it's my team. Okay, that's what Jay Z did. He only had like two percent of the next. <laughs> if that, I don't even know if he had that much. Dude, he's only worth the half a billy. He didn't put the whole half a billy in it. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what you would do. Yeah, I'm going for broke. <laughs> you will be broke. Because <laughs> you realize you just bought the team. Now you can't even run the fucking stadium and stuff. Right. I can't even pay for the parking to get in. <laughs> I'm trying to get a hot dog I swear I'm TJ Yo I own this place They're like Sir $15 please The only thing that The only thing that 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 Owning that mug Would be is Like you would You would be able to get in That's it That would be it You own the building And that's the only right You're afforded now You can't get no hot dogs You can't get nothing Yeah man I'll be hurting out there (laughs) I'll be hurting out there Alright man You ready to wrap it? Yeah let's go all right, Let's get you know the deal. You can be listening to anyone in the world, but you're listening to us. And Jaren and I appreciate that. As you know, we have another podcast. It's called The Powercast. And you could be a corporate guy. You could be a street guy. I don't care who you think you are. You need to take control of your life. You need that power. So you need to give us a chance. Listen to The Powercast. We're reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. We read that book. We're ingesting it. We're giving our interpretations and examples of how you can apply it to your life. The Powercast is super dope. The book is super dope. Make sure you listen to the Powercast. Make sure you go and get the book. And our Powercast is only 30 minutes. It's a slightly different format from this one. It's dope. Go check it out. If you want to know anything else about us, if you want to tell us anything about your life and get some advice, we are the advice connoisseurs ask us we got those answers if you want to talk to us about your lottery dreams go ahead and email us at the at gmail.com 
you need some help handling the situation, we got you. All right. Or maybe you, maybe you won the lottery and you need help, you know, managing all those winnings. We can help. There you, you go. That. You need a financial advisor. I'm here. We got you. I told you. You need a team. You need lawyers, accountants. Jaren will be the accountant. I'll yep. be the financial advisor, there and we'll go. go find you a lawyer, dog. We got My you. My sister's a lawyer. Yep. We got you. All, all here. We're a one-stop shop. <laughs> we also have a Facebook page, the Corporate Streets Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter handle at Corp Streets. Hasn't been as hot as it was a little bit ago, but we're about to get it back. Don't worry about that. And you know what you listen to? This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who buy lottery tickets every day. But for some reason, they can't come up with the money to pay those parking tickets, though. Peace. It's only $10. <laughs> don't let don't let your parking tickets get out of hand. No, dog. They keep playing. You're going to come back with a boot on your car, dog. Straight up. If, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're even lucky to, to catch it with the boot on, they just put that on while they tow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. All right, y'all.